The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic to cosplay to Schitt's Creek to Supernatural and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. (laughs) Um, Tonight, we're just going to have fun, and we're going to be talking about stuff we're into. We did an episode like this earlier this year with Carla and Paula on, and it's one of our most popular episodes from this year. We are going to be doing a lot more of these. So we were supposed to do a different episode, and things kind of changed, which I was actually kind of glad for, because then that gives me more time to eventually try to watch BSG again. So we are going to do BSG next year. Plus, we had so many people that wanted to be on it, and people couldn't be in all this stuff. So we're going to do that next year. But tonight, we're just going to have fun and give some recommendations. You are also going to get a preview of a new thing we're going to be doing, movie reviews. This all started with an idea from the other Aaron, Aaron A., who's with us who we went to go see the movie A Mouthful of Air, which if you've looked at my Twitter account, you know how much I love this movie and how much this movie affected me. Uh, This movie really got to me on a very deep and personal level. You can go read my tweets about it. Anyway, so we're going to do that later on. It's going to be like a little movie review as a preview of what we'll do. But what we're going to end up doing is every month, I'm hoping, and this will be just live streams right now. For right now, it probably won't be a podcast episode but we're going to be doing a movie review and then talking about the trailers we saw because it came up. Aaron's like, we should do something talking about trailers or stuff we're looking forward to. So we're going to combine the two. So we're going to do the movie review and talk about the trailers we saw and if there were any we were looking forward to. We're going to have people vote. So later on tonight, I'm going to have a poll up of the movie you want us to do. It's a poll that'll last for seven days. We are not going to go around and have people say what they're into because that's what the whole episode is about. So instead... What I'm going to do, I'm throwing this to my panel. They do not know this is coming. This is something not on the outline. Ooh, mysterious. (laughs) Don't worry. It's not going to be that hard. I decided I'd make it a little bit easy. Okay, so so we will go ahead and do this one then. I was going to ask you a different question, but Mal would like us to talk about what we're drinking. I think this is just so they can get a bingo square. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I like this strategy, Mal. Okay, so let's talk about what we're drinking as a way of introducing ourselves. So Angela, who hasn't been on in a while, I'm really happy to have you on. So what are you drinking right now? So I'm drinking Hendrix. And um, I added some bit of a Orkowitz syrups to it for mixtures. And I added some of Korean ginger sodas to it. So it just makes Ah. the drinks just... 
smooth, nice, and then I'm too lazy to add ice, so I put ice raspberries on it. I know. Pretty. It's, That's nice. fancy. You are nice. very fancy. Very fancy. And 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 the other Aaron, what are you drinking? Right now, I have the very last can in existence in my house of Stiegel Grapefruit Radler. And it's really good. Stiegel is an Austrian beer. Um, and it's like 50-50 beer and grapefruit juice. And it's <laughs> so good. But unfortunately, sadly, it is the last one. We can only find it at Total Wine and Beverage or whatever it's called. Which one? Um, Which Total Wine? The, the one on Colorado Boulevard. They special order it for us. <laughs> Yeah, this is the last one. I'm going to have to go order some more. But I think last time I was there, he was like, if you keep ordering this, we're just going to stock it. So they might actually have some. So there's your hint. Right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's delicious. But I have strategically positioned myself next to the beer fridge over here. Um, and there is so um, a box of rosé in there because this is definitely not going to last the whole episode, I'm sure. I'm prepared, too. I'm prepared. Right? I, you had a whole bottle there. I love it. I love that Aaron is like, guys, we're going to keep this to two hours. And we're like, I got a beer fridge. <laughs> it's not happening. I a bedpan. I put on adult diapers. <laughs> well, once I my husband on refused to start diapers. to bring me refills when I was recording, then I got to sit back here so that I can get my own refills. I was stupid and I didn't I, I didn't go to the liquor store before I had so I had the one thing I had left. And so, well, I do. That's not true. I have a huge bottle of tequila that my sister bought me from when she went to Mexico and she brought it. And so I could do tequila shots. But do oh, it. Yeah. We will do a do shot it. with you right now, Erin. I'll go get my gin. I'll do go it. get my Hendrick James right now. We do shots. Okay. And so, Meg, what are you drinking? Um, I'm being kind of basic. I'm drinking the usual Stella Trois cider. Yes. It's it's fall, so I'm drinking ciders now instead of seltzers, because I'm that basic bitch. <laughs> I did buy a lot of different kind of beer today because uh, we had a birthday party today, so I had to buy beer for the adults because <laughs> it's Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. Okay, well, I'm I'm drinking something I have never drank before on this podcast before. I'm drinking a Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> I also have. Tea and water. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I really should. I, I'm tempted now to go and open up that bottle of tequila, but I'm going to regret that. So I'm not going to do it. Aaron, <laughs> you're the one who has to edit this tomorrow. If you do so. it, I'll do it with you. I'm such a bad influence. There definitely never, never invite be, me back. <laughs> there definitely needs to be some shots on the birthday live stream. Oh, well, thank you yes. for bringing that up. So we will. So I'll quickly promote that. Um, so coming November 27th, we are doing a birthday celebration in honor of me. <laughs> I don't know why I laugh at that, but it just is, I don't know. I feel weird creating my own little celebration on my podcast, but I was oh. like, whatever. So November 27th at 6 PM mountain standard time, it's, it'll go like three hours. This is not going to be a podcast episode. No way. <laughs> because I'm going to drink the whole time. Edit that. Yeah. <laughs> But what I'm trying to also do is I'm going to ask people to donate money throughout and, you know, maybe we'll give away some podcast button stickers, whatever. Uh, but it should be just fun. It's going to be just a totally relaxed, laid back thing. I'll just talk about stuff that I like. So be prepared for you know what to come up about hundred million day Aaron it's all you it's all about so where you. where's gonna be the Aaron birthday bingo card where it's literally just Flynn Rider Flynn Rider Christian Bale <laughs> hey 
<laughs> I have a great idea. I have a I have a great idea. So there's this TikTok trend. Damn me and TikTok. Ooh, we love TikTok. Where <laughs> tell, us, tell, tell us where, more. There's a trend like where whoever's the birthday person, where is a coworkers or whoever or your family, everybody dress as the birthday person. We're gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna go buy some wigs. <laughs> I'm gonna oh dress. God. I'm gonna be like Aaron. <laughs> this is gonna be great. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am gonna be crying this whole thing. I can already. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. Okay, so started. All right, I'm gonna put on the notes on what to do. So let's get into what we're into. So Angela, do you have music that you want to tell everybody to listen to? Music. <laughs> She's like, no. If you don't, that's fine. <laughs> It's okay if you don't say pass. No, no. I mean, <laughs> just like five minutes ago, I was just like listening to Christmas music because I'm that bitch. There you go. Sorry. That's music. <laughs> That's music. Okay, so Angela's into Christmas music. So Aaron, the other Aaron, which I did, you know, my sister said, you do need to come up with a pseudonym now that you're the producer. But anyway, <laughs> what are you into music-wise? Do you have anything? I don't have any new music. That's fine. <laughs> None of mine is new. As usual. <laughs> I, the other day, I went down this like 90s music rabbit hole. I don't even remember what started it, but Tori Amos came up in my Spotify playlist, and I loved her when I was in high school. I was mm-hmm. a very like, dramatic emo theater kid, and <laughs> she was great. And that was like one of my very first concerts that I ever went to. So then I went down this long rabbit hole of like, and then into Fiona Apple and then into like all of the nineties pop. And then it finally just ended with me listening to um, rancid over and over and over again as everything on Spotify turns into. <laughs> so nineties music, check it out kids. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Tori Amos was one that we all listened to when I was in high school. That was one of the ones that was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. My dad took me to her concert because my dad is surprisingly cool when it comes to music. And um, we had a great time. And I think I was like 14 or 15. And I think it was my second concert he took me to. It was really fun. So good memories of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mal said you could go by A. And you'd be first every time. Yes, because we can. Oh, but I hate being first. That's why I like being on with Angela because she has to go first. Okay, you know, because you know what you you know what's so interesting because as I was thinking, (laughs) because I am very slow every time when because like when someone asks me a question, so I was like, uh, uh, what what do I need to say? Oh, uh, shit. And then and then when 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 Aaron when you start talking, and then my head's like, oh, I actually know exactly what I'm actually into now. Yeah, I get a huge anxiety about going first. Yeah, so I like I going with Angela or Carla because then I don't have to go. Well, <laughs> we can we can switch it up tonight. I can go first tonight for this one. But the music okay. I'm into, no. Yes, Meg, <laughs> the music I, you're into, and then I'll go back to you. It's Angela. funny because my super emo music phase when I was in high school was uh, Fiona Apple, like oh, Shadow yeah. Boxer Good and stuff. all of that stuff. Right. I'm like, I'm not really into music. I'm not a music person. I intended to listen to the new Taylor Swift read like taylor's version today i really intended to and i just completely failed so lately i've been listening to basically a house cleaning mix of 90s and aughts like pick me up excited music that i listen to while i'm trying to clean the house 
So yeah, I I'm not really into any kind of music whatsoever. Generally, I listen to a lot of classic rock. If it's on, if it was yeah. on Supernatural, not because it was on Supernatural, but that's just the genre I grew up in and loved. So yeah, no, I love that genre too. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Carla said Tori Amos was the was in the first batch of CDs from Columbia. Oh man, Columbia House. And then the, was, what was the other one with BMG music? The BMG. Oh. That's the one that. I- yeah. Just a and penny, just a House penny a piece. Oh I got in so much trouble for signing up for that without permission. <laughs> I'd have to get Me home too. and check the mail really fast. And then when, and then a couple months in, my mom like got the mail before me, and I was in so much trouble. Same that happened to me. Yeah. Oh man. Also, my first CD I ever bought was Ace of Base, and I feel like that needs to be celebrated. Okay. Or, or, and so was my husband. That's that amazing. Seriously? That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. So Angela, side. You, you thought of some music in your mind? <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, I last month I I mean this is the music that I've been listening to since high school. I listened to Japanese rock, J Rock. I I mean so 15 years finally I actually met a singer named Mayavi. He is so popular in Japan, and right now, he, as a matter of fact, he has been at, like in several movies with Angelina Jolie, who directed Unbroken. He was he was in he was that badass meanie soldiers, which it's so hard for me to even imagine him being that character because Mayavi in real life is just so kind, wouldn't hurt a bug, and for him to you know be that characters of just being a shit out people just like but anyways I'm only saying this just because you know he finally came to Denver last month uh-huh. and man I cried my my high school my high school soul just like just uh-huh. I just cried and so I was like you know I've been waiting for him for like to come here to Denver for 15 years and then you know I was just gonna tell you that it was just a nice feeling so you know your favorite you know, singer yeah. that makes you go through hard shit in yeah. life. It's just, it's an amazing feeling. So, but that's, I uh, just want to, that's all I want to say. Well, thank you. And you know, you know who else was in that movie Unbroken? Nope. No one knows. No, 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 Aaron. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> what, did I miss something? Finn Whitrock was in that movie Unbroken. Was it, was it, was it Forbes? <laughs> so there Whitaker? you go. There's one of your he's, the one, he's the one that was in that boat. Right, I haven't seen the movie. I know I'm not being a good fan, but I, I, I it's on my long list. <laughs> What's he gonna do now, Aaron? This is gonna be the podcast episode he listens to, and he's like, "Oh, well, she doesn't even care." <laughs> doesn't I remember know. now. I remember he's that guy that was in the beginning. Don't he was spoil in it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Don't spoil it. Sorry, Mal knew that was coming. See, I was like, I was surprised other people didn't guess that, but no, we just um, weren't gonna say it. Awesome. So. <laughs> Mal said the short film for the Taylor Swift song made them not want to listen to the album, so they're afraid it will be triggering. I haven't seen it, but thank you for bringing that up. I did. I yeah. I I have not seen Halloween Town yet either. Halloween Town High either. <laughs> I know. I actually added it to my list on Disney Plus since I have Disney Plus now. To once I complete my Finn Whitrock viewing stuff, which there's a lot I haven't watched, so you know, but. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it. I've just seen everything about it because I was kind of ignoring because I was like, 
Jake Gyllenhaal was in all these movies I love and I love Jake Gyllenhaal and now Jake Gyllenhaal is like hated right now. So I have, has anyone on here seen the Taylor Swift of our panels? I have meant to. I like that was my plan. But I know I'm you like, were meant oh, to. Sorry. It's but my kid's Aaron golden birthday her. party today. So I should probably yeah. focus on my kids. So I honestly funny. have no idea what this is. So no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend the film to you, Aaron. Just don't. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you, Mal. Thank you for looking out for me. Thank you. Um, and Carla has been listening to the platters a lot. So she said you could steal that answer if you didn't have one, Angela, but oh. you did have one. Okay. So I have a lot of music. So I apologize, but it's me. So I have a lot of music. Okay. So a couple of songs. Uh, the song Cut You Up by Peter Murphy, who was lead singer of Bauhaus. I've been listening to this song on repeat. Um, the song The Ballad of Lucy Jordan by Marianne Faithful. I don't know. It was in something I was watching. That's how all a lot of these came to be. So I've been listening to that a lot, a lot. I've listened to Everybody Loves Me by One Republic because it was in a fan video for Eric Northam. And ever since then, I was I added it. I added it. <laughs> That's amazing. My Spotify. And I've been listening. I've been listening to it like so much that I'm going to end up being sick of it. That's what I do is I listen until I just can't listen anymore. And then I have been listening to a lot of Depeche Mode, which probably shouldn't be new for me, but it, but it's like I go through these phases because they're one of my favorite bands. They're like my soul, my heart, everything. But I go through phases where I'm really into them and then I don't listen to them for a while and then I'm really into them. And so I've been listening to them a lot and going down memory lane and crying and <laughs> singing at the top of my lungs. And I'm a very well-adjusted person. <laughs> Well, that thing you said about listening to it until you're sick of it kills me because I do almost the opposite because I don't, I don't listen to music hardly at all. I generally don't listen to the radio, so I don't really hear a lot of newer music. Um, but what always yeah, I don't seems to happen music. is I hear music six months after everybody else is already sick of it. And the best example of this was uh, Adele's Rolling in the Deep. Oh yeah, like, I think you've said there's a time story. that this was on everywhere, and I just never heard it. And then suddenly, I heard it on a True Blood video of Eric and Suki, <laughs> and I became obsessed. And I had to listen to it constantly. And my husband was just like, "This is the worst thing I've ever dealt with in my life." <laughs> <laughs> and then something else came along. I'm just kidding. Do you guys like her new? I haven't single? heard it. I haven't heard it. Honestly, I haven't listened to it. The take it easy on me or whatever, easy on me. I've mm -hmm. heard snippets of it on TikTok videos, and it seems very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I also feel like it's like, I mean, I'm sorry for anyone who loves Adele. I love Adele too. I just feel like it's. I feel like it's like almost the same thing as her last, like the tones of it, kind mm -hmm. of. So I mean, I love it. I mean, Adele looks great, though. Like, have you seen her body? Oh, her yeah. Body? Like, she looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just, she was beautiful oh. before, too, though. I, I mean, she is. Yes, oh, my God. She, she is. She, she very yeah. much is. She just, like, she just looks much more, dip, like, different. I'm just. Yeah. She I just looks... love Adele. <laughs> okay. So, now we're going to get into podcasts. If people have any, you, with the exception of Bed, Wet, or Behead, only, Meg can't mention that. Everybody else can with the exception of that one and well you can't really mention us but even though because i know that would be the number one you would mention is it's a fandom thing so 
other than that, since we're going now, we're going to go backwards. We're going to go, not backwards. We're going to go from M to A. So Meg, are there any podcasts that you want to recommend? There actually are. And they're not even just my own. I know. It's a fandom thing and it's a fandom thing and it's a fandom thing and it's a fandom thing. Exactly. I actually do have a few podcasts that I've been listening to. One of them and Bridgewater, I think, is really good. It's a it's a supernatural, not the show supernatural, but Misha Collins is the star of it. But it's a serial kind of mystery supernatural podcast and it's seasons and it's it's just a really interesting. I would recommend it even if Misha Collins wasn't in it and I wasn't like a fan of his. It's it's a good show. It's a good story. Obviously, sort of brilliant, which is they're doing a Doctor Who episode pretty soon <laughs> that someone you might know is on. There's another one, uh, Battlestar Galacticast, which is kind That's of That's mine. Cast- you stole it. I'll Sorry. shut up then. I will no, <laughs> no I'll let I'll I have let you more. Talk about I have it. more. It's fine. I'll let you talk about it though. Because <laughs> I have several. Um, making it up as we go. It's this is um it's a Destiel fanfic anthology Ooh. podcast. So it's someone who's basically reading Destiel fanfic as like audiobooks. And it's actually really high quality. Uh, they do a really, really good job. And they release several episodes a week. So I'm like, I download them and I'm like, that's now it's Fanfic Fridays in the office because I have to go to the office. And that's when I mostly listen to podcasts. And the office ladies, I listen to that a lot. If you oh, yeah. enjoy I the office, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey are just so cute. And... Um, if you're a fan of romance novels, The Absent Headstrong Girls is another podcast that I really, really listen to. It's not, oh, yes, and It's Not That Bad has a Night at the Roxbury episode that you should listen to for, I mean, just tossing it out there for no reason. Yeah, no, no reason. No reason that, at all. That starts with the name Carla. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mal, you're correct. I was so surprised about the the making it up as we go. I was really, really surprised um, because having like fanfic in audio form is something that I've always been really, really wanting, but also really, really dreading, especially because you already know what these characters sound like. So to to hear someone else try and, and speak like them can be kind of jarring. Uh, but she does a really, really she does a really good job. It's it's pretty high quality stuff. I don't feel taken out of the story by her reading so and Aaron I love it I'm in the middle this is <laughs> you were in the middle before I know <laughs> you're just like you like being in the middle huh sorry, yes. sorry. Oh, okay. listen to everybody <laughs> that's what Aaron's into <laughs> really what I'm into right now that's being why you need the California being King size bed. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna get a California king. So, Aaron, the podcast you're into? Um, well, I guess we'll talk about the Battlestar Galacticast because I feel like all of us were probably listening to that with our rewatch, but it's really good. Um, Trisha Helfer, uh, who is number six in the show, um, is basically rewatching uh, episode by episode and then talking about the episodes. Um, and so it's just really interesting insights into like behind the scenes stuff, but also they're very entertaining. She's uh, on there with, um, I think he's like a writer, a journalist or something that Mm. they're friends, I think. 
but yeah, that's really good. Also, um, I've been listening to because we'll get into this, I'm sure, Meg, but Doctor Who is back. So Radio Free Scarrow is having new relevant episodes um, about Doctor Who. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, those guys are hilarious and fantastic. And in the off off seasons when the show is not on, which is more times than not now, uh, they do other things like interviews and stuff like that, um, talking about all sorts of fandom things uh, related to Doctor Who. So that's one of my favorites. Um, and then I just discovered um, a brand new podcast. I think it's only got about five episodes and it's called Expanding the Outdoors. And I learned about it because my cousin was on an episode and it's basically talking about like inclusion um, for the LGBTQ uh, plus community and outdoors things, hiking and stuff like that. And so that was really, um, I've listened to a couple episodes of that and it's really, really interesting. I think it's going to be a good one. I haven't heard of a lot of these, so it's pretty. So asking for for a friend, could you listen to this BSG podcast to <laughs> understand the universe of BSG? <laughs> I mean, the episodes are as long as normal BSG episodes, basically. So I don't know if it's going to help it, it, okay, if you're in a not, time crunch. That's not the answer I was looking for, but well, I'm not in a time crunch anymore, but, but, but thanks anyway. Uh, we have time to watch it twice before the episode now. Yes, yeah, I haven't so. even scheduled the episode yet, so... Okay, so Angela, what are you, any podcasts you have to recommend? Man, that one time that I want to be first because I have nothing. You have nothing? You, I you, mean, can, you can say it's a fandom thing. It's okay. <laughs> are you trying to brag me, Aaron? Is that what it is? <laughs> or you could say bedwetter we had. Right. I mean, to be fair, when I get into Spotify, it's like, listen next and it's always like it's the fandom thing bed would be head yeah, and my stream bubble are like my home screen <laughs> yeah, on, mine on spotify too. every time mine. i mean does youtube count well no youtube does not count <laughs> <laughs> it's like a podcast i mean we're on youtube right now but that does not count. <laughs> mixed signals <laughs> so i mean oh, no. i mean honestly i don't i don't like okay. podcast i listen is, is just ours because Fuck yeah. And bed, red, and beheads. So there's, I mean, there was those only two that. <laughs> so you listen to the best, is what you're saying. Exactly. I, there's no see, point to listen to anything. Why? Else. See, I mean, honestly, bougie, bougie sh- uh, podcast. That, that's, I only care for the finest things. Yep. And we are the <laughs> finest thing. It's true. We, and well, I am just going to shout out podcasts of people that I love that are on here so i i will just second sort of brilliant just because uh we just recently had lauren on our um on our show about conventions we did a separate little interview with her about her supernatural conventions i had started the episode saying she had been to 80 conventions (laughs) she's like no not yet So I was trying to just hype her up a little bit more. But so I thought that was a fun episode anyway. And I like her a lot. She's going to be coming back next year uh, along with Rachel, her co-host. And Rachel has been on our horror trivia. They were both on our first trivia. And they're going to come back next year for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So they're going to come back to do that episode next year. Probably it'll probably be in May, April or May. I'm not positive yet. We are working on that schedule. Just let you know. So I'm shouting that out. Of course, bed wet or behead because of Meg and Carla. And I'm not just saying that because I love Meg and Carla. I, I seriously love that podcast. 
And I know you're in sort of a hiatus right now, but I do love that podcast. I love both of them a lot. They put up with a lot from me in private DMs. <laughs> I mean, we're in a hiatus. We have 59 episodes out. So you can, there's, there's stuff. So to there's a lot to. to catch up on. So you can catch up on it. But I'm just saying they are like, you, you, I know you're taking a break right now, but I still love listening. You still should go listen no matter what and go support them. But they both have been very supportive of this podcast and me. And plus, they're just amazing people. And they do have to deal with a lot of my stuff in a DM. Of course, I have to deal with a lot of their stuff, too. So, I, I, so you know. Fair, I mean, fair. I've been trying to tamper my stuff. And then I'm going to really start pushing it now. Just nothing but porn gifts thrown right at you. Okay. Then I'm going to really start pushing it. I got to. Aaron A can testify on the I have, I have, I have a whole them. folder that says trash can Meg, and it's just porny gifts that I'm just going to start throwing <laughs> at you. And then, uh, sorry, then of course, my streaming bubble with Jen, my podcast brain twin. Jen, and I know that sounds like a made up thing, but it's really true. Jen and I, all thanks to Meg for introducing us, Jen and I are very similar. I mean, it's really funny and kind of scary sometimes. Because we will be tweeting something and she tweets out the gif that I just tweeted out or vice versa. It's like, it's really weird. So the only thing we weren't good at is today we both were playing this game of, you know, name six concerts that you've seen and one isn't true. And we both couldn't get that correct. <laughs> but maybe that's just a twin thing. But she's, she, I love, I love her show and I just love her in general. And, you know, she's been doing all these live tweets and live streams and, you know, and then she's going to have me on to talk about John Waters. And I, and that's not why I love her, but I just love her. I think she's an amazing person. I can, I can attest. She's pretty awesome. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is. And then I'm going to give uh, Liberty Diner Dish a shout out. It's the, the Queerest Folk um, podcast who, you know, they're going through and watching. Ishelle's already watched it all. And so she watches it all with, with um, Ken and they just, he, it's his first time watching it and they're on season three. They're about to finish it in the next weekend. I'm recording another Brian Kinney episode. And I love it because I get to go on there and I get to dive deep into Brian Kinney, not in the way maybe I'd want to dive deep into Brian Kinney, but I dive deep into Brian Kinney and we basically, it's like, it's like a class. So we just talk about him during different seasons where he is. And so we're, I'm going to be recording season three. I've done season one and season two. So go look for that. If you like Queer as Folk, and I know a lot of our listeners do. And a lot of our listeners I know came from that because of being on that and then came and found our podcast. So thank you for that. So thank them for that. And they're just great hosts. And Ishelle is, I just, I love her. She is just such an amazing human being. So those are some I'm going to recommend just because I want to give a shout out to my friends and for everybody to go and watch my friend, li watch, listen to my friend's <laughs> podcast. You can watch them, some of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out there the sudden butt inevitable. Yes, yes, thank you. Rewatch yes, podcast. Yes, yes. We they, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Well, their first season was watching Firefly with people who had never seen it, and their second season was Cowboy Bebop. Um. So they're just they're funny. They do live streams on Fridays, and I think right now they're doing movies. They're they're just kind of they're taking a little bit of a break from from a serialized mm -hmm. TV show while they're figuring out what they're doing and they're doing movies and oh I can't I'm trying to get on <laughs> I'm trying to get on there with them but the trouble is I've seen too many movies 
Well, I'm trying to. Well, well, what happened was yesterday they did a poll about Donnie Darko. And Donnie Darko, as everybody knows, is that's like my second. I mean, I've seen that movie over 60 times. And that movie means the world to me. So I was trying to get everybody. Meg will watch it eventually. And I was trying to get everybody to to um to, to vote to, you know, that it was underrated. And we and I was talking to Jesse back and forth. We were having a conversation and a couple other people, Cameron and couple others and they were asking that one of the characters from donnie darko was in independence day and i said i've never seen independence day so then jesse has made it his goal to make sure i watch independence day and he's like well our schedule's full but i'm gonna work on it so i'm hoping jesse's able to do that because that would be a, a reason to watch independence day i have never watched it i honestly have never had much of a desire to watch it bill Pullman's kind of hot in that movie i'm not gonna lie and I like Bill Pullman. I just haven't had, I don't know Like why. in a dad way. <laughs> yeah. That is true. That's accurate. Okay. So let's get to books slash fanfics. Okay. Okay. So, I, so will Meg, I will be last because I. You will be last. Yeah. Okay. No, I meant. <laughs> I meant because we're doing opposite order. <laughs> You will be last. You're just talking about like that BDSM era. It's just like, yep. yes, you will. You will. <laughs> Let me get my cat and nine tails out, Angela. Um, so some things I'm into. I think a big thing is it's the Dean Cast Big Bang, which means there's a ton of new Dean Cast fanfic coming out right now with some really amazing art. One of the ones I'm reading right now is Hearts on Fire by Chaotic Dean and Save the Clay Pots. Um, it's kind of a, a fix it fix for the finale. So it's canon divergent. It's it's good and angsty and, and all the things that I really love. Um, other older fix that I really like are for all you young hockey players out there, pay attention. Uh, Lauren from Sort of Brilliant wrote it. It's fantastic. It's a hockey fic. I don't even like hockey. 91 Whiskey is one I'm always going to recommend to people. Hope and Ruin is a zombie canon divergent fic, which is really good. It's not Destiel for about 90% of it, but it's really good. Uh, books I'm reading right now. Right now I'm reading a book, or I just finished a book called The Plus One Pact, a hilarious romantic comedy. Uh, basically, it's a it. everything I'm reading now is some, some form of fanfic, I swear to God. It's basically like a fanfic. These people, um, it's a lot like the holiday, the holiday on netflix where they're like well i don't want to go to all these events single so will you be my plus one totally platonic and you know it's a rom-com the other book i am reading is the accidental tryst which is a we slot we accidentally switched phones you know kind of trophy i'm just reading fluff these days but there is a graphic novel series um hearts heart stopper they're graphic novels. They're very cute, like YA graphic novels. The tag is boy meets boy, boys become friends, boys fall in love, an LGBTQ plus graphic novel about life, love, and everything that happens in between. And it's just so, it's really cute. My my daughter actually recommended it to me. And it's just like this, it's really sweet and heartwarming. And it's very, you know, 15, 16 year old kids, young love kind of stuff that I just, it, it made me feel warm and fuzzy. Um, I've read the first two volumes and I was really hoping my kid would get the second two for her birthday so I could read them. <laughs> but now I have to go to the bookstore tomorrow. So <laughs> yeah, it's the Dean Cast Big Bang. So honestly, just go out to them on Tumblr and there are a million fix. And I really have 
had a hard time. And Deanne White has a new book out called Neo Chronicles Nexus. Yeah, we uh, retweeted that on our Twitter account. Go and look at that. So, but yeah, I've been reading. I've been reading a lot. Um, I've been trying to not watch as much TV and not be on my phone as much. So I've been reading a lot more. Like I've, I'm about to finish the third book. I think I've been reading this week, which with two birthdays is a lot. But I listen to books on tape a lot too. So, awesome. Anyway, awesome. So, Aaron. Do you have any books, fanfics? I still haven't tried fanfics yet. I really, it's on my list to find some, but I got this week as I part have of some our. <laughs> Send me all the links. I have so many more. <laughs> You're going to get just flooded with them. All the links. I got this week um, from, we're doing in our Women of Letters group, um, a Krampus exchange. And I got from my Krampus uh, this week, um, a Doctor Who book called 12 Weeping Angels. And I'm super excited to read it. Um, It's 12 short stories about the Weeping Angels. So I'm super pumped about that. Um, That just showed up yesterday, I think. So I haven't had time to read it. And then also I'm getting, trying to get back um, into some of the graphic novels uh, that I had been reading and then kind of like got distracted with life, you know, um, and kind of got behind on. So I got volume two of paper girls uh, the other day and volume four of monstrous. Those are really good. Those are some of uh, my favorites. Paper girls is really cool. It's like set in the eighties. I think the, um, the publisher describes it as stand by me meets war of the worlds, but it's got really beautiful illustrations. It's like very vibrant, like eighties neon colors and stuff. And it's like teenagers in the eighties. It's great. It's really sweet. Um, and monstrous is really good too. Um, it's gosh, a future world. I don't know, a different world anyway. Um, but it's really great, uh, sort of Asian inspired, illustrations and it's really really beautifully illustrated um it's by marjorie Liu and sana takata illustrates it um and it's just it's so pretty i just like looking at the pictures even um and then getting distracted and having to reread what i just read because i was looking at the pictures but it's yeah i'm trying to get back into some of the some of the graphic novels that i kind of got behind on I'm like looking at uh, at Paper Girls and Monstrous. Both are amazing art, and especially yeah. Monstrous. Like I, it's so good. It's so. And if you get um uh at Barnes and Noble, they have special editions of the Monstrous trades, and it comes with um a poster inside Ooh. of it. So you get like a poster of the cover if you get them from Barnes Noble. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna put that on my list. I, that looks um that book looks amazing. It's so good. Yes. Well, Angela, do you have some books or fanfics? I don't read. <laughs> Man, it's just uh, I, I monstrous. I, She's super into monstrous. There you go. <laughs> yes, that's what you're into. Yes, monster stuff. Going to books though. I used to read so much growing up though. Just read like two hundred books a week. I was that girl, and now mm-hmm. just school started everything. I tried to go back reading specifically graphic novels that's what i've been you know the one that i am trying to finish or like reading is this um anime called beast stars it's it's on it's on they have two seasons on netflix um also because i'm also into furries 
So it makes sense why. But yes, right now, because anime just takes a long time on Netflix to release. So that's why reading it on books to know what's going to happen is like my to go. So yeah, right now I'm into beast stores and or graphic novels. It's just arts. The, the arts is beautiful. Love it. Again, this is also me into like just being to like a furry communities. Like it's just something I'm just really love and into and open about. Yeah, I just love it. It's there's this cute dramas that they just have and like bromance and I just love bromance shit. It's just great. Yes. <laughs> I love you, Angela. I really love you. And I love how open you are about stuff that people don't normally talk about seriously. I appreciate you being open about about stuff that people need to make yeah. more normal. I mean, and if you haven't listened to it, we did a BDSM episode earlier this year yes. that I'm really proud of. So please go and listen to that. It's very adult. <laughs> Wait, so. was I in there? Was I not in there? No, you were in there. Okay, okay. I was going to say, it's like, I hope I was yes. in there. Okay. You were in there. You okay. were in there. So I, you know, it's funny because I used to be like you, Angela, I read, like, I would set my alarm when I was a young kid and I've never been a morning person, but I would set my alarm for like four or five in the morning so I could read before school. And so I could watch the news before school. This was when I was a little kid. Okay. I was, I was a very, very hip kid, <laughs> but Love I loved it. reading. And then when I got older, it's been so hard for me to read. But I have been doing a lot of interviews with writers lately. And so I've been reading a lot. So I'm just going to promote those for for writers. So we recently did an interview with Jude S. Walko, who wrote a new version of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow called The Unhallowed Horseman. Um, so go listen to that interview. Read that book. I will say there are trigger warnings and content warnings before you start the book which we talked about that and whether or not that should be something you should do in books, especially if they're horror. I appreciated them being there, but really, really pay attention to those if you end up reading that one. Um, the other one is I just did an interview last night with writers Ed Fuller and Gary Grossman. Ed Fuller was like, he like was a... <laughs> He like ran, you're gonna have to listen to the interview because I'm not gonna do a good enough job of doing this, but he ran like Marriott International for years. But he also, because of running Hotels International, you also have to know a lot about terrorist threats and because that's where they attack. And so he has all these stories, like, you know, working with the CIA, all this stuff. And he ended up wanting to turn these into like a book. And so he got in connection with Gary, who is like a television producer, produced all these television shows, and he's an used to be a journalist, all this stuff. And so they met. And so Ed has like these, I mean, the stories he told some of them on the episode are just unreal. And so Gary would just kind of, you know, transpose those into a book. And so the, the book is Red Deception. It's the second one. The first one is Red Hotel. And it's basically all about terrorism and how, you know, <laughs> how our infrastructure is in danger all the time so it'll scare you but it's good and they they are it was such a fun interview and they were so great and nice and gracious to me and so that was so those are the books there'll be lots of books i'll be reading soon so we're gonna have interviews with authors coming up in january and then in march as well so that'll be a lot of fun four more writers so 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Let's get into television. So Meg. Oh, Meg's like, ooh, I'm excited. Actually, oh, well, maybe yeah. not. No, I, I am excited. I just, I, um, I've been... Like if anyone wants to give Rex, I'm here for it. Um, I still I want to finish the final season of Winona Earp, but I'm also really not wanting to because I don't want it to be done. It makes me very sad. I got very attached to it. Other same, things, same. I've really been watching a lot of Battlestar Galactica for some reason. Um, so that's kind of been taking up a lot of <laughs> a lot of my brain space. I've also been watching um, Call the Midwife, which is like a 1950s and 60s story about london midwives that that it's just it's you know drama and babies and and all kinds of stuff um i'm still doing my supernatural watch with my daughter who is 13 now uh we're into season two like we finally made it to season two but um like i said with the with the book stuff i've been trying to not watch as much um, TV and movies and stuff and kind of take a break from, from screens because I've been trying to encourage my kids to take a little bit of a break from screens. But yeah, so that's kind of what I've been watching TV show-wise. I've been really kind of going into this thing where you go on Netflix and you just kind of push buttons and and nothing yeah. really is calling out to me. So, and I heard Ted Lasso's amazing. I don't have, it was it Apple TV? Apple TV. Yeah, yeah I don't have, that's Apple. like the one streaming service I don't have. Shout out to Bex as well and Kimberly as well. They were both on um, our Us episode. So, and go listen to their podcast, Big Reputations podcast. So they were both on that. And that was a lot of fun. I really liked doing that episode. And Bex came to me a couple months ago. And and a lot of people were coming to me like, you've got to do an episode on this show. You've got to do an episode on this show. And she came to me and said, you've got to do Ted Lasso. And I was like, well, I can't do it this year. So it's on the schedule for next year. It's already full. Like the panel is already full. So Wait for <laughs> and next we already year? have one backup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Aaron, what shows are you into? So uh, what we do in the shadows, season three just um, started. So that is very exciting, I think. That is one of the most hilarious shows so funny. of all time. It's so good. My husband keeps calling the dog Guillermo. He really wants to rename him Guillermo. <laughs> I don't his nickname. Right. Yeah. It's his middle name, apparently. Okay. <laughs> so that is very, very exciting. The problem is a lot of these shows I can't watch without my husband or if he gets all like grumpy and stuff. So I, I'm like a couple episodes behind on what we do in the shadows. Also along those lines of like hilarious New Zealand shows is Wellington Paranormal is on HBO Max. Um, And it's, it's again, it's really great. It's Taika Waititi, God, I can never say it, um, is executive producer. And so it's the same kind of ridiculous nonsense. And it's like a police force that investigates like 
just ridiculous paranormal things in New Zealand. Um, so that's another one that's just really, really good. Lock and Key Season 2 just started on Netflix, which is also oh. super exciting. Also another one that I can't watch without my husband. So um, I've only watched one episode of that so far. Uh, Queen Sugar Season 5 uh, just got put on Hulu because Season 6 is currently airing on TV right now. So I'm really excited about that one. Um, such a good show. Um, and I think we're there's that's on the schedule for next year, isn't it? I think. I believe so. Yes, because I know it's been on my list to want to do that show for a while. So I think it's on. If not, it will be on. So dibs. Um, it's really, <laughs> it's really, really good. Um, and then something just like absolutely ridiculous that is something that I don't wouldn't normally watch is a show on Fox called The Big Leap. Yes. And I, I just remember when I forgot to mention it. <laughs> I like honestly only started watching it because when you scroll through Hulu, like Scott Foley's face is like the whole the whole entire screen. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd watch Scott Foley do pretty much anything. I love that show. But it's actually a really, really good show. It's really sweet. And it has dancing, but no singing, which is like my favorite part of any show is like dancing without the terrible singing. Um, so... <laughs> it's really sweet and it's like got a lot of heart it's like heartwarming and it's like drama and it's dancing so it's really it's really cute i like it um i hope it gets renewed i don't know fox like cancels just not looking great for it which is a bummer yeah i figured it seems very fox likes to cancel specific right yeah that's kind of what they do cancel the good shows so i'm still not over sleepy hollow so that one at least ran for what five six seasons true What's but it got, it got kind of weird at the end yeah it just kind of really abruptly ended um and the then Bones i crossover I, was weird <laughs> that was it was a good effort I mean, it was i mean they yeah. like really <laughs> tried really hard with that one yeah i like it um i have been going down um the the findom rabbit hole Yay! I have somebody with me. Well, yes. you already are because you're in a <laughs> that's all about pin it's kind of, and American it's horror. Kind of our thing now. Yeah. Gorgeous. It is. <laughs> Isn't he? Yeah. So I yeah. did start watching American Horror Story Hotel again. Yes. So I think I'm on it's episode four now. It's like it's one of my favorites. I did not watch the first episode again because I just yeah, the first deal with is- that. Uh, yeah, so I started, I but I watched that two years ago, the first episode, and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. So it is, it's very good. I think I'm on like number four or five. I don't remember now, but yes, that's good. And then obviously to take a break from that craziness, I started watching Ratchet on Netflix. E with Morphin. Which is basically the same thing. It is basically the same thing. Well, I only finished it because of Finn, but yeah, and you get you get lots of... You get lots of naked shower time. Nice. Awesome. Well, I like, I wanted to watch it when it came out and Chrissy had watched it and she's like, I don't know. It's kind of slow. It's like kind of boring and stuff. And I'm like, it's, it had been in the list forever. I was just like, yeah, Finn's in it. Let's put that on and see. Watched a couple episodes of that too. I love that I'm not the only one. (laughs) It's really becoming a problem. I feel like we need some sort of support group. (laughs) Some sort of twelve-step program for this. I just have a guilty pleasure of just, but I just, I just don't want to tell y'all that I also have really love him because I know if I do, everyone's gonna like 
get her little nine, her little nine thing out. She's like, <laughs> "No, I'm not. I'm happy. Are you kidding me?" I mean, I'll enjoyed it though. But like, <laughs> he's my number one right now. Poor Meg. She's like, "Oh my god." Usually, I'm not outnumbered like this. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I actually don't think Ratchet was necessarily. You guys are good. so cute. Like. <laughs> I like him in it. I think he's really good in it. I I think he does a really good job, especially, I mean, just the way he holds his body is different than Mm -hmm. he holds his body and anything else. The way he, like, I can't even imitate it, but it's just, but he's going to be in the second season. Oh, is there another season? See, I didn't even know that. Nice. Yeah. Well, Ryan wants to do like five or something. I don't know. It's Ryan Murphy's. He wants to do like a new male antagonist each season for her leading up to when you know so it'll coincide Mm -hmm. with cuckoo's nest i really don't like this idea because one flew over the cuckoo's nest is one of my all-time favorite movies that's why i have very mixed emotions about this show she's good i mean sarah paulson's always good but yeah sorry were there more aaron that you were gonna just have issue with with anyone anyone just touching classic in general i just i that was why i was especially ryan murphy Yeah, Ooh, speaking, speaking of Ryan Murphy, the other show I'm into is 911 on Fox. <laughs> We're going to do that. That had to come up. In exchange for something, but we are going to do it. <laughs> Bartering episodes. Entertaining <laughs> two hours of it's a fandom thing <laughs> with me and Carla. <laughs> it is on the schedule, though. We are going to do that. And we are going to be talking as bonus episode if you want to become a Patreon supporter. We are going to be discussing every single season of American Horror Story. With the exception of season 10, we are not doing that. Even for <laughs> Finn Whitrock's hair, we are not doing that. Is that the so, recent one? Is that the newest we did, one? Technically, okay. we already did it. So We did. Exactly. That's why I don't want to do it again. Because that was the first half is good. The first half with Finn is good. The second half is so awful. Not because he's not in it, but it's just awful. <laughs> Except for you do get Valiant Thor. You do get that name. I just oh, love God. saying that because it's the most ridiculous <laughs> thing in the world. Sorry, Aaron. Were there more that you had on your list? <laughs> um, uh, there's like ten more, but it's fine. Uh, the okay. last thing is the L Word Generation Q just wrapped up the second season, and it was really, really, really good. A listener has has asked us to cover this um, show at some point, so we might do it for Pride. So, oh, oh yeah, that'd be good. I, you know, I was like really had mixed emotions starting to watch it season one because the l word the original is just so so good and i'm like oh great millennials like no saying that as a millennial but yeah i got into it by like the second episode it's really good it's great um and it also has a really great playlist showtime has a spotify playlist set up for it and it's so so good um and speaking of listening to songs and until you're sick of them like i had totally forgotten about tegan and sarah and <laughs> there's a, a song closer in one of the episodes and then i just listened to it constantly all day every day for like a week yeah that's a, that's that's how my brain works i'm like okay and you don't need to listen to this 20 times in the last hour but right. <laughs> I of course you do my yeah. like end of the year spotify like statistics that they give you are gonna be oh, yes. so weird <laughs> I know mine are too because so much of my stuff has been inspired by actually watching a lot of Ryan Murphy, but it's been all over the place. So it's been stuff from like Nip Tuck, then stuff from Glee, and then stuff from American Horror Story. So it's been all over. It's going to be so bizarre. So, Angela, I know one show you are definitely going to be recommending. Yeah, because you didn't want me to talk. 
in the other it's, show. I'm that's kidding. not. I'm oh, kidding. it was because their schedule was full. I said we could do it next year. <laughs> it's okay. I found a way to slither in, you know, because me being a Slytherin know how to do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Aaron. I love that's you. all Greek to me. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Oh, right. Harry all right. All right. All right. <laughs> Wait, we need to figure out what house Finn is in. Does anybody oh. know this information? <laughs> Wait, this is really, character. really important. Depends Stop on the- which. The actor or the character the right so. now. Like, Someone go find this out the for characters. Me. Yeah, go find out the characters. I don't know. Sorry. Go. I think I, I, I'm Sounds pretty like sure a he's... great thing for when Lauren and Rachel are right. on, since that's like, kind of their whole thing. <laughs> why hasn't this been an episode already? I have a feeling that Finn's gonna. It's like more of a Slytherin. If you've mm-hmm. never, if you've ever heard me on the sort of brilliant podcast, I am almost always wrong. Like. <laughs> we with the doctor who one i was wrong every single time and i was very sure of myself but completely (laughs) wrong every single time it's amazing (laughs) okay so angela i know go for it go for it talk about your show well i'll talk about the show that i just finished first and then i'll talk about the other show okay so i did finish well, I didn't really finish. They're, they're still ongoing. Um, I finished, like, the Arkans League of Legends. It's just an animation show that just came on Netflix based on the video games. And me, because, you know, I just got myself a PS5. Yay. <laughs> Getting back into gaming and all that stuff. So, so it just it's such a really nice animation. It's like, I already knew how perfect it was. Like, I, I played their PC games. I just love the stories just love the characters developments um so yeah i've been watching that all this morning while i'm like sewing my dress and all that stuff i know they have three more episodes left next weekend they're going to release three more episodes and that's the finale so that's i'm actually excited the other show that i am also into i'll save the best for last is well actually i haven't watched it yet i have promised like my friends um, Jeff, that we were gonna watch it together was the British Bake Off. I'm just that. <laughs> we need to have a we, Erin. We need to have a broadcast with British Bake Off. When's that gonna husband be? Husband loves yes. that show. I love that <laughs> show love too. Everybody loves that show. Who doesn't love, love that, that show? I I I I, I am that person that really missed that Mary Berry is not. I I miss Mary Berry. I mean, I love the new. I cannot remember her name. I'm so sorry, but I love. Very, very, and and you know, so I am just waiting for them to finish so that I can watch mm-hmm. the entire thing because I, I, I am that person that can't do, you know, like waiting once a week. League of Legends is different because I didn't know that they didn't finish it. So how dare they trap me? So just waiting for the British Big Out to finish, so I can like go ahead and watch it. I, I think they might they might release their holiday season like they always usually do. So I hope they do this year. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Maybe. And then the finale. I finally can talk about this this year. We're talking about Squid Games. I was I was told to not watch that show. I, Carla was like, Megan, this is not the show for you. And I'm like, okay, I trust you. <laughs> it's just, is it because of the gore? Because there is a lot of gore and all the I, tons I of have no, I, I have absolutely no idea why she said it's not my thing, but I do trust her when she says it's not my thing. I am a giant weenie, so. I, I, honestly, though, I will be honest, though, like, 
I it's interesting because I know there's so much other um show that is so much better than Squid Game. There's something about Squid Game that's like I don't know, maybe it's because of like Asian reputations, like it's finally like there are people talking about it. Hooray. And it's just like it makes me more excited about my culture, about everything, and just like just because I don't know if you guys remember the last you know, broadcast, you know, I talk about self-hate of, you know, growing up here in, you know, America, like, you know, when you watch movie and film, there's just not a lot of, like, mm-hmm. you know, Asian reputations and, like, heroes, and so this year, have, I don't know what is it about this year, it's just, like, you know, Sang-Gi's just kicking it, you know, and then you got Squid Games, like, I was just talking about this with, you know, my friend of, like, I just, cry just because like this whole pandemic has made me so emotional because of the hate towards Asian communities you know like even my mom who is like so tough tiger mom is afraid to go out sometimes because you know someone's just gonna like you know randomly gonna kick her because they have a bad day so you know all of these things and like you know to have this, you know, movies, the same G movies, the Marvels, the Squid Games, everybody talking about it, even though it's like, it's so gory, it's like, it's so like, violent. I love violent movie, but that's just, or shows, but that's just me. It's just, it just makes me, exactly. It just, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it just, it makes me really happy. And like, we're just finally getting that recreations, you know, and so, you know, same for, I guess, even Cowboy Bebop, I, I, I'm I, sorry, I, 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 even though I don't, it's, it's making people watch more of the anime, because nobody knows what Cowboy Bebop is, like, new generations watching it, that's also great, even though I don't like where the Netflix is going through it, I mean, it, the trailer looks amazing, but at the same time, I feel conflicted, but I, honestly, I'm just, just really excited that we're just getting these recommendations, and and not only that, Netflix has been doing so well, of, like of releasing more Korean dramas and thrillers, and mm-hmm. it's just like getting more in there. And just like, yay! Because like I remember when Parasite got released, like no, like a lot of people complain about because they don't want to read subtitles. There was a lot of complaints and all that stuff, and you know, and then Netflix just released this, and you know, we just need to keep kicking get people in there. I was like, it's okay. It's like foreign movies and shows are great. Whole I recommend it. So, but, but yeah. It always, it always kills me. It's so easy to get used to reading subtitles um, yeah. in movies and TV shows. It's not like it, it. I think the issue with so many people is we're become so used to like multitasking when we're watching something, mm-hmm. we're always like on our phones too. So we don't actually mm-hmm. focus and pay attention to what we're watching on TV. My kid actually, my kids and my nephew always have the subtitles on. So I've just kind of gotten used to them being on there. But um, I studied sign language in high school and, and there was a lot of subtitles on like the ASL videos that we would watch. Mm-hmm. So I got really used to it. I, it's just such a bogus bullshit excuse to not venture out into something that you may not be mm-hmm. comfortable with or you may not feel super familiar with be like well it's subtitles i don't go to the movies to read i'm like well maybe you maybe you should yeah. well that is in my defense i think it i read too like, slow 
<laughs> I think I read too slow because I spend a lot of time rewinding when I watch things with subtitles because it, well, I spend my whole time reading it and then I can't see what's happening on the screen yeah. and then I have to rewind a lot. So it, it does take it does take practice. It's not something that's really easy to just kind of to automatically do. It's um, not going to deter me from but, watching something, but if there is yeah. an English audio version i'm definitely going to do that instead of oh, reading but I, it's not going to it's not going to make me not watch something i i personally hate dubs i will voice I like games them. with just english like there's just so much like emotion stuff that cannot be yeah you know yeah, I'm, portrayed I'm, and all that stuff i'm not if a fan i get of it dubs. though it's and a lot of other it's in my list can, to watch and so. watch american movies with subtitles so i like it's just I don't know. I I think, and, and not you specifically, Aaron, but I have talked to a lot of people <laughs> who are very much like, well, I don't want to read. Like, I go to the movies to watch the movies, and I think so much of it now is that because so many of us are on our phones doing something else yeah. at the same time as we're watching, and we're just not able to to folk to put that attention and focus that shows deserve. Like even English speaking mm-hmm. shows or native language speaking shows, mm-hmm. um, I feel like a lot of people still miss stuff. I mean. There's a reason I have not watched Sherlock. It's I just don't have the. I always fall asleep. <laughs> what? It's not. It's not my kind of thing. So. I always so fall asleep because it's a show. I'm like I'm like okay, this is a show I clearly need to sit down and focus on and pay attention to, um, and with kids and with life and everything like that. I, it's really hard for me to do that before like during the day or anything. So I'll be like I'll go upstairs, I'll get in bed, and I'll turn it on, and then boom, out. Yeah. I feel like you can watch that when you're doing other things. I watched like that whole entire series while I was sewing and my sewing machine is set up like facing the wall. And then there's a mirror right here. So I can look in the mirror and then I see would the TV. I sew my hand. There's nine episodes and I can't manage to get through. I think I've watched two episodes of it. It's okay. It's a show I have to watch um, twice just because my brain is like a bit slow, but I really love Sherlock. It's just something I had to watch like twice just to like, to like because I always miss something and stuff like that. I will also like to say though that I like I didn't know the AMC have open captions now for some of the movies. So it helped my yeah, half deaf friends nice. like with it. So now we can enjoy a movie together. So because he so he's like deaf and he can't hear. Yeah. So I was like No, yeah. yeah, that's a very good thing that they, mm-hmm. they are doing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well I'll quickly go over my my TV and then we'll then we'll Move on to the last thing, which airs movies. So I kind of I kind of took a break from the American Horror Story thing because I was just, but I'm still, I still go back and I watch Tristan and Liz. I just, I, from American Horror Story Hotel, I watch just scenes with just them and then they're brief because they are not together for very long at all. Spoiler, but they're brief scenes together as well because I think I still maintain Liz Taylor is the best character that show has ever, ever, ever had. And so I love watching that. And I just, I love Tristan because that's my favorite Finn Wittrock character from American Horror Story. And I love watching him. He's, I, I even... I even get upset when his other character, Rudolph Valentino, comes on after he's gone because I'm like, I'd rather watch Tristan, even though he's gorgeous in that role. It's just not one of my favorites. So I've been watching that, of course, and watching a lot of YouTube fan vids. I'm still trying to find more and they're just severely lacking out there. It's very sad. But I've also been watching Parks and Rec in the office, which I'm always kind of 
watching those. Those are kind of like my wind down shows. So I kind of have been watching those. I, I honestly don't have much TV because everything I watch is for this. So I don't really have any new TV except for those kind of things. Those are the ones that I sneak in and kind of watch. And uh, great British baking show as well. So very short with my TV there. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, you know, I watched Ratchet too. I watched it solely for Finn because I had tried to watch that when it first came out and I wasn't on my Finn Whitrock click kick. I, I liked him, but I wasn't on the, the kick thing. And I just couldn't do it because it was just, I'm like, oh, Ryan, you should have just said American Horror Story Ratchet. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what it is. Yeah, I don't understand like, why. Yeah, it's definitely just American Horror Story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and but the acting, of course, that's how he gets away with all this crap is as, as the actors are all amazing. And that's how he gets away with everything. Plus, he knows how to set a scene. And I think the costumes are amazing, though. And the cinematography and the set design and the colors and the, the title sequence is really cool. I really like that, too. And I, I like some of the stuff. It's just, you know. And it could be triggering for some people because it's all about how awful we treated people with mental illness, Meg. Oh, my gosh. The stuff they do in there is, oh, so horrible. But. Anyway, and, and you get to see Sharon Stone. So if you missed Sharon Stone, she's in it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but if you're a Finn fan, Finn fan, you definitely should watch it just for because he's really good in it. So we're going to move on to movies. And I was going to do my review first, but actually I'll just go ahead and I'll, I'll do that last. And then if Aaron wants to jump in on that one too, it will be brief. I'm not going to do it a long one. I promise. I will try not to do it as a long one. Um, but Meg, what movies are you in, into right now? And then I know Meg has to go. So we'll have Meg close out after she gives us our movies. Um, so it's not even so much movies I'm into. I'm going to talk about movies I'm excited about. Um, yes. Because Yay. I have not had a chance to watch. So I've watched one movie lately and it's Love Hard with Nina. To like I watched it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I would necessarily recommend it, but it was a cute, fun Christmas movie. I. It's just not really. Angela says no. I don't recommend it. It was not great. If I'm being totally honest, I also think it's great. racist. That's it. Yeah. That's that's. that's just, <laughs> um, it was cute though. I just like the grandma and the dad. But yeah. the other yeah. thing is, I just think it's racist to me. Me there's being an Asian American. There's a lot of problematic stuff in it too. Aside, like it's just. It's weird. Um, but things I'm excited about. So The Harder They Fall, Idris Elba in a Western. Yes, please. Yes. I'm, I cannot wait to watch it. Um, I love I'm, it. You will love it. I'm love it. so ready for it. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like, give me. I, I, Ghostbusters, like, we wore that tape out when I was a kid watching ghostbusters so much i absolutely love the ghostbusters and i'm really excited and i love paul rudd so you know yay sexiest man alive <laughs> sexiest man alive love it other than that i'm just like single all the way i saw a, a trailer for that it's a netflix christmas movie and just generally christmas movies in general it's getting to be that time when that's all i'm going to be doing is watching yay. really really cheesy Christmas movies. I cannot wait because I am um, a bit of a cheesy rom-com nerd and good rom-com. Mm -hmm. uh, but lately it's just like give me all the corn and like the holiday feels and stuff like that. I'm I'm pretty excited for that. But 
yeah, those. So that's what I'm excited about. I I haven't really, like I said, Love Hard is the only movie I've watched recently, and it was just not good. Okay. <laughs> it was like not not good. So so you don't recommend that. I one. do not no. recommend. I do no. not recommend that one. Um, I like I said, I'm gonna be watching <laughs> Shang Chi. Oh, Shang Chi. Shang, yeah. I'm watching that tomorrow with my with my oldest daughter. I haven't yes. seen it yet because it's like pulling fingernails to get me to watch Marvel movies. But yeah. So anyway, that's me. So. Bye. Well, Meg, <laughs> if you want to tell everybody where they can find you though and find Bedwed Behead. Yeah, you can find Bedwed Behead, uh, my podcast with Carla at Bedwed Behead Pod on Twitter and on Instagram at bed.wed.behead.pod. You can find us where all podcasts can be found and some variation of Bedwed Behead Pod on all the social medias. I don't run social media. <laughs> it's so much better when Carla's here because she does all of that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Wisconsinac, which I'm not going to spell it. You should know it by now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to spell it. I'm not spelling it. Oh, Outlander is coming. Outlander is coming out in 2022. I'm pretty excited. The new Outlander book is coming out in like 10 days and I'm ready for it. And now that's it. That's all I have. See, I kept it brief. Well, thank you, Meg. Love yeah, you. Thank you. Love you. Have a good night. I hope you feel your head feels better. Love you. Yeah, my brain Bye. is about to leak out of my ears. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay. So, Aaron, what movies are you into? Well, I did just today watch The Harder They Fall, and it is so, so good. Um, Idris Elba <laughs> in a cowboy hat is yeah, like I the thing it. I didn't know I was missing in my life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's really, really good. Also, I just love Jonathan Majors. I think he is amazing and also very nice looking in a cowboy hat. Oh my God. <laughs> right? And Regina King and Zazie Beetz are just fantastic. The whole thing is just so good. I just loved it. Yeah, I think it's Speechless. really great. Yeah, it's yeah, very good. Very good. I haven't actually seen a lot of movies besides that. The last one besides what we're going to talk about in a minute, Aaron, um, the last one I saw before that was Venom 2. Oh, yeah. It's like a questionable choice, but <laughs> I don't like it's Venom movies. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not a fan of Venom. Nobody movies. likes them. Nobody okay, likes good. them. Okay, good. My husband likes You're them. You're in the majority. Oh, except for Aaron's husband. Right. Well, your husband That's isn't here. <laughs> right? That's why we went. I did see Shang-Chi uh, before that, which I thought was amazing. And I think, is it yesterday it got put on Disney Plus? So I'll probably watch it again mm -hmm. maybe later tonight. Because I think that's it was really really good too. Um, but that's I haven't seen what are you a, looking a for? What, what movies, movies are you? I mean, what movie are you looking forward to? At least maybe. Oh my god, I don't even see. This is we saw so many really good trailers when we yeah, went to the movies the other day, and I just can't even. Spider Man. Yeah, I'm really excited about the no, Spider Man. You know, no? I've never really been into Spider Man that much. <laughs> so wow, no that one. No. Okay. No, I'm pretty saw... sure I fell asleep in the last Spider-Man one, like in the movie theater. I don't know. I just can't get into Spider-Man. And that little kid is like super annoying. Tom Holland? Yes. <laughs> I can't with Tom Holland. I am you team... and Susie need to talk. Because Susie I am, that I am team. I am team Andrew Garfield 
through and through. Yeah, it was better for sure. I just yeah, I can't remember some of the ones that were on there. There was like it was a weird mix for that movie too. It was like there was a scream trailer, and then there was the documentary trailer for um. Julia Childs, that Julia Childs documentary. Oh yeah, that looked pretty good. I do really like Julia Childs. Yeah, but it was just it was just weird that it was it was just weird to me that in front of that movie they played the Scream trailer. I don't know. Why. I think yeah, I feel like it's just a weird movie. I mean, I want to see Scream, but it just looked it was just a weird. Yeah, it was a weird movie. combination. I do. I am really looking forward to the Eternals. I am a Marvel movie lover minus Spider Man. I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> no, for me so though, much. I don't. I think it also was like a trigger to me just because there were scenes that was like toxic relationship. And so it kind of just triggers me so much. And I don't know, maybe this is me being biased because I looking at it, it was just too much for me. Like it hits home for me. So, mm-hmm. but maybe it, you a lot. I, I enjoy the movie though. I think there was just some scene that was just like, there was just so much going on and then there's that scene and then, mm-hmm. you know, so, but, I think it's a good movie, but also trigger scenes. So, <laughs> well, Angela, what movies are you into right now? I mean, we did talk about you know the Hardy Fall. I mean, I love that movie. I know Aaron's going to hate me. The movie that I'm actually looking forward to. And I already got my tickets already for November 23rd on Tuesday. I'm gonna watch the House of Gucci. I don't hate you. That's going to be one of the ones that people can choose whether or not we review. So I'm it's not going to Jer- hate it's just, you. It's just, I hate I Jared, wish Jared Leto. Leto. I wish Jared Leto was not in there. Yeah, I despise that man. Yeah. But And there's just so many good casts like Lake Gaga and like Jeremy Irons. It's just like, oh my goodness. And then, then you got this fucker. So I keep, we watched the preview for that. I was like, why do people keep giving that guy a job? Yeah, and he's a horrible Why? person. I'm I didn't sorry. Rec- I didn't recognize or it was him. Supposedly a horrible person. Sorry. I didn't even recognize that was him though. I was like when I saw like where is he? And he's like, oh. Yeah. He's it's, that old- yeah. it's not getting very good reviews. I, uh, it's very mixed reviews. I hope I don't I, I don't hate you for looking forward to it, Angela. I would never hate you for looking forward I to it. I was just film. playing with you. Okay. And I'm gonna see I love Lady Gaga so 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 much. So I I will I will see it for her, but I yeah. am definitely seeing it for her. Just like, oh my god, just um, I I have a conflicted feeling with the movie Spencer. I want I go ahead and watch it anyways. I know Kirsten Stewart has been it's doing so to be amazing. It's supposed I heard to be good things so about good. it, yeah. and a lot of people just like, oh my god, it Kirsten Stewart. Oh my god, she has like Robin Pattinson. Kirsten Stewart has been doing so well in movies, and so I am gonna go in with no you know, whatever, going to go in with, was it, what's that word? Um, no expectations? No expectations, yes. So, looking forward for that one. Um, I still want to watch Dune. Uh, we'll see how it is, because I, I'm one of that person that doesn't like movies, you know, classic movies, getting touched by her, many good things about it. So, that's pretty much it, though. I mean, that's the only movie that I'm looking forward to. To it, you know, just being excited about Hashigushi right now because, yay! <laughs> well, and and you doing that, you saying what you're looking forward to is going to be part of our segment. So we're going to do our segment. I do want to preface this by saying, um, the movie we're going to talk about, I'm going to review, is A Mouthful of Air, which is, you know, we did go and see it. I mean, yes, 
jokingly, we did go and see it because Finn Whitrock is in it. But that is not the reason I review. That's not the sole reason I would recommend this movie. Just so you know, that's not the only reason we're reviewing this um, and starting out with this one. But I do want to say, um, if you do go see this, please listen to the look at the content warnings. This is the first time I have ever gone to a movie where there were content warnings. And I've seen movies that probably should have had content warnings more than this one. And there's content warnings on it for if you have ever dealt with depression or anxiety that the movie could be triggering. I do want to say big, big content warning. I'm not going to spoil anything about this movie. I don't want to do that. But for suicide um, and suicide ideation, I do want to say that. So if you do go see this and that's triggering for you at all, be careful. So I do want to start out with that. So before I get into my thoughts on this, because we'll warn you, I may get a little emotional here um, because I'm very, very picky about movies that deal with mental health, as I've talked about before, because 99.9% of them are very wrong. And I had a very different feeling about this movie. So that's why I really wanted to talk about it. I just, I really would love to do a full episode about this movie, honestly. I'm trying to work on doing that, so that won't that might coincide with the DVD release whenever it comes out on DVD or stream or um, available for uh, rent. But I don't know what is it called now, not rent, but you know what I'm talking uh, about. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I want to first ask. So how we're going to do this, and this is just a preview because normally this might be a little bit longer. But when we do these reviews, what we'll do is I'll just ask kind of how you rate it. We'll, we'll try not to spoil anything. If we end up spoiling something, we might just, you know, give big warnings beforehand. We're not going to spoil anything in this movie. But I just want to know, Aaron, your overall thoughts on the movie and like what you would rate it if you can, if you have that in your head out of five. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was really good. It was, I think, very well done very sensitive a lot of movies feel the need to be excessively graphic about things that yeah you don't have to show every little detail of something to get the point and sometimes it's more powerful whenever you don't show the thing happening and i think that was done really well if finn is the only reason that people go see this movie i'm okay with that because it gets them to see the movie exactly yes yes i will second that yes. i i think that's great i it, it it was gave me a lot of insight because i've never had to deal with these kind of issues before so i think even for people that can identify with any of these characters i think it's really important to see and it was really it was a really good story it was well told it was well acted man now i have to put a number on it I would say I'd give it four out of five. We'll go with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I think it was, I think it was really good. And Amanda Seyfried also is like one of my favorite people. And she is just such an incredible actress. And even this is kind of like, I was shocked, I guess. And I know she's a great actress, but I was just kind of blown away by her performance. Yeah. Yeah. So as someone who has um, a mental illness and who has suffered with depression and anxiety and PTSD from several things. And, you know, I've never had postpartum because this is a lot about postpartum depression. That's really what it's about. And uh, the writer and director, Amy Kopelman, um, who does an amazing, amazing job. She um, wrote this a lot because this takes place in the nineties and people didn't talk about postpartum depression back then. 
and they still, I don't think, talk about it as much as they should or mental health in general. And so it was really important for her to get this story out there. I, I think she, I don't want to speak for her, but I think she suffered from, from, from that as well, I believe. So I apologize if that's, that's not accurate, but I believe that is true. But even though I haven't suffered from that, I, there's the accuracy in here of uh, what it's like when you have anxiety, when you have that depression, when you have suicidal ideation, especially. I've never seen it so accurate before, honestly. And I don't know if people would have just screamed, but I I really, to me, it was so accurate that it was very painful for me to watch. Um, and I'm not saying that as a bad thing because I think it's a good movie. I think more people need to see it. I think it, I think it's something that I wish more people would go see because I think it could really bring about some really good conversations. There's a line in here that Amanda Seyfried, who is just, holy crap. I mean, I she portrays depression better than I think I've ever seen anybody do, honestly, because you just look in her eyes, the expression in her eyes, the way she holds herself, little movements she does. Uh, it's, it's incredible. I mean, really, it's sad to me that I don't think there is a possibility she would get recognition for this because she deserves recognition, honestly. That's how good I think she is in this movie. She's just amazing, just mind-blowingly good. But she has a line when she's in a, in a hospital and she's talking to a doctor and the doctor asks her, you know, when did you start feeling suicidal? How long have you felt suicidal? And she says, oh, pretty much since first grade. And I have felt suicidal ideation since I was in grade school. And I've never heard anyone ever say that on that I can think of on a movie. And that was just like, boom, hit me like a, a, a ton of bricks um, in, in a good way. I mean, it was hard for me later to, to deal with the after effects of this movie. I will say it was very triggering for me, um, but I'm not saying that as an insult to it at all because you're warned about it up, up front. I'm just saying that um, that's how powerful it is. So I just want to make sure people know that if they're going to watch it, which you should watch it and, um, start some conversations around this, I think. And what was interesting to me watching this is is when you're in the throes of that, you, you're not thinking about the people in your life necessarily and what they're having to deal with and how it affects them. And while some of these scenes, especially with Jennifer Carpenter's character, Lucy, who plays Finn Whitrock's character, Ethan is married to Amanda's character, Julie. And um, Lucy is... Ethan's sister. And there is a scene <laughs> where, you know, you don't really like her in this scene at Lucy, what she, what she says to Julie, to Amanda's character is very hard to watch, but it's very true to the way a lot of people treat people or think. But I do think even though it's hard sometimes to watch and go, and you feel like, oh, if people would just say the right thing or they're not saying the right thing, they're not doing the right thing. But I think when people are in that situation and they love somebody, they don't know what the right thing is to say. So I'm hoping this will open up conversations because mental health and dealing with a mental illness is a community prog pro problem. It takes a village to help solve that problem. I mean, solve it. I don't mean like curing it. I mean, solving in the fact that we recognize it's out there, that it's legitimate, that we treat it with the same care that we do other illnesses. 
because it is. I don't like that I have it, but it's something that I will have for the rest of my life. It's something in my brain. It's something that makes certain things not work the same way. And I hate that I have that, but I think, you know, I'm hoping that because I have that and, and I have a platform like this, maybe I can use that platform to help people talk about it more. Because I have to tell you, I never thought I'd be this open about talking about it. <laughs> Anyone in the world can listen to this. And that's scary as hell. But I think the more you're open about it and the more you try and um, destigmatize it, I'm hoping that will make things better. And so that's why I think movies like this that are very honest and open about it and don't sugarcoat things, but also don't glamorize things. Cause I want to, I want to mm -hmm. stress that in this movie mm -hmm. because like Aaron said, they didn't show certain things that other movies would have shown. And I have to say not showing those things. I appreciated that so dang much. I mean, I've watched a lot of dark stuff, a lot of things, uh, but there are certain things that deal with mental illness that I'm like, you do not have to show this part. You do not have to show that. And so they didn't need to, and they knew they didn't need to. And I think the fact, and I, I don't know, I can't speak for it, but I think I would guess at least because also speaking as someone who also deals with that, I'm wondering if uh, Amy Copelman having to deal with this stuff as well, if that's why she chose to kind of hold back on some of those scenes. But I really, I just want to echo that again. And I'm really grateful that she was able to see my tweets and like them because and I know there is that excitement also that, you know, Finn Whitrock saw him too. So that made me excited too. And yes, it's that geeky fangirl thing, but it also made me excited because of the fact that this movie meant a lot to me. And so I'm hoping that what I said and thanking them, and I'm going to tag them in a clip of this too, because I would really like them to know that how much this movie means so that was why I appreciated that. That was like, you know, that really made me happy that they were able to see that. And especially Amy was able to see that and see how important this movie was. I just really think it's a really good movie. I don't know if it's still playing here in Colorado. If it is, please go try and see it. But please, of course, listen to the content warnings. Like I said before, I didn't get into a lot of what this is about, but I'll just briefly say because we didn't really say but it's i'll just read so it's julie davis uh writes best-selling children's books there's also some animation in here that's pretty cool the way they do it about unlocking your fears but has yet to unlock her own when her daughter is born that trauma is brought to the fore and with it a uh, crushing battle to survive so basically she's struggling with postpartum depression she's struggling with it before her daughter is born though too so yeah so it's it's just I just think it's a really, really good movie. Another thing that I want to say that it brought up for me too, uh, which was really interesting for me, um, I decided a long time ago not to have kids. I decided that about 10 years ago or so. It was a very hard decision for me. And a big reason I decided not to have kids, I will be honest, is because of my mental illness. And so watching this was triggering in that way too, because that was part of the reason I decided not to have kids. I mean, I used to have names picked out for my kids. So um, it was a very hard and personal decision. And there are lots of reasons behind that. Uh, but that was a big reason. So that was another reason for me that it was kind of like, I don't know, like, 
like this mirror held, held up to my mm -hmm. face, but all the performances are really good. Amanda is great. I, I do want to say Finn Whitrock is really good in this because he has a lot, he has, I, I think a role that could be harder to do because you just like the supportive husband. You just have that kind of role, but he has a few moments where you see a lot more in his, in his eyes and in the expression there too, as well. So I would love to just, dive deep into this with spoilers and everything somehow but i also would just love to um talk about it more um and as far as like out of five yeah i i don't know why i had to bring that up because that is pretty hard to do it's so hard <laughs> i mean i'm gonna go ahead and give it i'll give it a 4.5 i'll give it a 4.5 but I, I i really loved it and i really appreciated this movie for a lot of reasons I hope to, when I watch it, I hope to just, like, have, because that seems like something that I can't watch alone just because of so many, of how you guys describe it. It seems intense. So it's something that I it have to intense. have someone to watch it with. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's why I appreciated that they had content warnings before. And I want to say that was pretty, I don't think I've seen that in any movie that I've ever seen in the theater before that dealt with stuff that was even darker than this. So to say, so to speak. So I, I yeah. So hopefully, hopefully what I also, what I said made sense to everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. It, yeah. But yeah, I just, I really wish, I, I wish I could get more people to go see this movie, you know, cause I will say when we left, I was like holding it together. And when I got in the car, Aaron, I cried the whole way home and cried the rest of the, the next day. I, you know, it's just, it's one of those that if you have dealt with any of this stuff, I think it'd be very hard for it not to be triggering for you mm -hmm. in some respect. So yeah. yeah, it looks like it's not showing it anymore in theaters, so I guess just kind of wait until stream somewhere. So. Yeah, or you can rent it or something. Rent it, or yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. When, when did you guys saw it, though? Was it that Last special? Sunday. Last weekend, uh, yeah. Oh, is it going to do for like one week? Uh, it was the second like weekend, I think. Yeah, oh, okay. but it had already, yeah. And, I, and that's why I was like, because I wanted to see it, but um, so I'm glad we got to see it. So, because it might be a while before it comes out, but I'll definitely let everybody know. <laughs> yeah, let me know. But I also, but I also, um, but I also might need someone to watch it with. So you can just like, oh, yeah, no. it's definitely something you want to watch. You want to have somebody there with yeah. you. I am, and I'm, I'm going to keep singing the praises. And I know some people may laugh and just think it's because of <laughs> my love for Finn Whitrock, but it really isn't. And honestly, that's a very small part of it. I think it's just an amazing amazing movie that more people need to see and like i said i wish i believed that amanda could get a nomination for this in some universe but you know i don't know maybe, maybe. i don't know if independent spirit <laughs> hopefully hopefully it'll like blow up on whatever streaming service it gets put on if it goes to hbo max or something maybe if they feature yeah. it more people will see it yeah, I mean, that's why I'm like going to keep talking about it. I'm just going to keep talking about it, even if I just blather on and everybody tunes out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you for listening to me talk about that movie. And thank you again to everybody who was involved in that movie and made that movie. I know I've already thanked you, but I'm thanking you again. Okay, so that's it. That's it. <laughs> We're done.
Um, so we're going to go ahead and go around and have everybody close out and say where they can be found. The wonderful Angela, where can you be found? Yeah, I'm back on first. You can find me on uh, Instagram, t- uh, to.kheong, mm-hmm. where you found me. Um, I don't remember my cat's Instagram's name. It was too long. <laughs> <laughs> but they can probably find your cat through your Instagram. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, you go. Okay, and Aaron A, the amazing Aaron A, who maybe we will come up with a pseudonym for you since she's my <laughs> producer. Like, if she reaches out through the account, people will be like, "Are you really like confusing?" <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Geek and So. That's what I do. I geek and I sew things, and um, send me name suggestions. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. The, uh, the, I think we talked about this one time on another live stream. Yes, of, we did. Yeah, I, I I will answer to Charlie. It's the only thing my parents ever call me. So, Charlie, wait, wait Charlie, cool. really? <laughs> yeah, I can I can see you. I can I I see that now. Yeah, <laughs> which is ironic because Charlie's like my favorite character yeah. in Supernatural. Um, you do, and Chuck is twin. one of my favorite shows. So, yeah, they've been calling me that since I was like. A very small child with an I, no E. Because <laughs> it gets written down so much. Um, but yeah. Okay. Uh, this is Erin. You can follow me on Twitter at E April Beauty. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. On TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. <laughs> Um, if you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, feel free to reach out to us at it's a fandom thing pod at gmail.com. And then next week, we are going to be talking about one hit wonders when it comes to shows. So we're going to be talking about shows that only got one season, but deserved more than that. And then we are going to be talking about my so-called life. I know I said I hate Jared Leto and I do. <laughs> But you can't but, hate teenage Jared Leto, right? But I can't hate hate Jordan Catalano. I'm sorry. I just can't. I have to separate it because that was before I knew what a total <laughs> jerk he supposedly was. So I'm um, just saying supposedly so we don't get in trouble. But anyway, <laughs> but we're going to be talking about that. Um, and it looks like it's just going to be Sarah and I on that one. And I'm shocked that we don't have a lot of my so-called life fans in our Am I not roster. On that one? I thought I was on that one. You can, you can be on it. Okay. Okay. So Aaron's on that one too. Aaron's <laughs> on that one too. I was like, no one is on this one. What is going on? Except for Sarah, but, um, which is fine. But I was just like, okay, come and tell us what shows you think deserved more than one season. Tell us that as well. Um, and then of course, a reminder on the 27th, November 27th, we're going to do a live stream about, my about my birthday (laughs) what time you were born where your parents at what did your mom eat before she gave birth all the details Uh, all the details about my birthday (laughs) i mean i would do i do like to hear a story i do like to hear a story of how you were born (laughs) i was late i was like almost a month late i say that's because i wanted to be a sagittarius (laughs) But it'll be a celebration of me. No, it'll be a, it'll be a birthday celebration, and we'll be hopefully raising funds and 
I've invited a bunch of people, so we'll see what we'll see who comes. I'm invited. It, it is Thanksgiving. Well, you're invited in the in the Facebook thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. And then of course, remember, even though it's months away, it'll be here before I know it. In March, I'm doing that 12 hour streaming marathon. <laughs> Tune in to yeah. watch me lose my mind. Yes, this will be uh, awesome. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but thank you so much, Mal, for watching. Thank you, Carla, for watching before. Thank you, Jen, for watching before. Thank you to anyone who tunes in afterwards. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. And we are going to do these kind of episodes a lot more next year since they are so popular. It makes sense that we do these more. And like I said, we're going to do movie reviews. But yes, and thank you so much, Meg. I loved having you on too. So anyway, so until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. And thank you again to everybody who watched. Love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.